You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. So like this, shaking her head along with the, the guitar solo. It's a groovy tune, yeah. man. Yeah, it's a groovy tune, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you gotta have something to be positive about tonight, right? Well, anyways, guys, welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. Along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Please go and use that promo code. THPN the next time we go and use their app. The Dallas Stars lose by a final score of 4-1 to one to the Colorado Avalanche. They lose to the Avalanche twice in one week. And uh, Mr. Georgiev had himself a game, and the Stars could not convert on the power play. Um, what were your initial thoughts getting into this game, Chris? Yeah, Georgiev really stole this one from us is, is the big thing. Um, the other thing is the past three games, we've allowed four or more goals every single game. That can't happen. That's a combination of defense and goaltending. Tonight, we still see some very suspect defense, especially from Suter was the bigger one, and Lundqvist was very bad. Miller kind of had a, a better game at least. But yeah, Suter, who has been playing over 20 minutes every game, the past, I think, three games, he has been sat a lot more. So we need some more defensemen. <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree with you on the whole Miller thing. I thought he was one of the worst ones tonight, mm. honestly. And uh, along with Miller, Suter had a terrible game. Hockenpah had a terrible game. Lundqvist, yeah. I thought, was decent. Hockenpah literally in the first 30 seconds of the game, straight to the penalty box. Was that Hockenpah or was that Lundqvist? I don't remember. It was one of them. It, I think it was Hockenpah. Um, but Oh, no, it was Lundqvist. It was Lundqvist for holding. And... I mean, they do it again. They, they they take penalties at the absolute worst times. And I don't even know if I want to go over these notes, to be totally honest with you. We can just sit here and talk about the last couple of games here. I, I guess we'll do a little yeah. bit here. Well, but the other thing tonight is we kind of got shafted with an unlucky situation where Colorado was supposed to be on a second night of a back-to-back as well, and they weren't because their game got postponed to Nashville yesterday. Um so that's that's the big reason why our third period really sucks tonight. I mean, you could tell our guys are just out of gas. They they played three games in four nights. That that's fair, but what's not fair is scoring one goal when you have five power plays in one period. You you got to score more goals than that if you're getting five. So that's the biggest downfall tonight. And then the goaltending was not good, and we already said defending defending was not good. So I'm sure we'll get that figured out, but. The opponents aren't getting any easier here, so. I'll guess I'll uh, at least get into the goals at the very least because it. Yeah, I mean, we'll do the goals. Yeah. Uh, Lundqvist would immediately go to the box for holding first Dallas penalty kill. I literally wrote facepalm on my notes. Uh, Colorado scores on it. 
And again, it, it's this constant thing of where it looks like the stars are going to be able to get it out of the zone, and they can't. First, it's Hawk and Paw. Hawk and Paw can't get it out. And someone mentioned it on Twitter and said, oh, well, Hawk and Paw uh, had the puck stopped by the ref. Well, I'm not even talking about that one. I, I, I didn't. I don't blame him for that one. They won the faceoff, and then he rings it around the boards. You, you have to know that's not going to work. You have to know that's not going to work. And then Ben, who has been very yeah. good, made an uncharacteristic mistake. And the only the, and the thing that's different about Hawkenpaw and Ben is the fact that Ben has been on an absolute fire streak. And I, I guess you could still say he's sort of kind of on it because he did look semi-decent tonight. But Hawkenpaw has not been. So Well, and, and Ben and, didn't and, just make and, a stupid play. It was he didn't just make a... Yeah, he Ben didn't just make a stupid play. He just missed the puck. Like it just jumped on him or something. I don't know. It's still inexcusable. Like you got to get the puck out of the zone instead of thinking about the rush. But very different there. And that's, I mean, I feel like two of the goals that we gifted that were scored against us were just gifted to the Avs. That was the first one. I mean, you're just gonna give the puck to McKinnon and in the slot, he's gonna score. Uh, speaking of uh, Hawk and Paw, I'm glad he is okay, by the way. I, I may be ragging on him for his play in tonight's game, but uh, I am hoping that he's okay after he took a puck to the face there in the first period. Dallas was won the first 10 face-offs of the game. I was just trying to write something positive. Um, <laughs> right after that, uh, there's two three-on-twos for Colorado. One is a shot by McKinnon. The other is by Cogliano. Kiviranta gets tripped. It's an easy call, but there was no call there, and that was before you know the barrage of power plays we would get in the second period. Uh, Marchment would have a chance in the high slot. Colorado would have another two-on-one, and it was a really good D play by whoever was playing with Suter. And I mean, even Razor on, on that particular play. It's about seven minutes and twenty-five seconds into the first period, remaining in the first period. Excuse me. He said that Suter looks flat-footed. So it's not just it's not just us. It's not just us saying that. It's Razor who is also saying this as well. In right your time when I says it too. So Pete DeBoer is saying it as well. Only eighteen minutes tonight. So right after Razor says that Manson is able to score, and it's it was very similar to one of the goals in the game yesterday, and it kind of a fluke, kind of bounced perfectly for the the other opposing player in front of the net. But again, it's Dallas losing puck battles in front, and I wrote that it was on Miller there. Miller should have had Manson in front, and they're just not paying attention to guys that are coming in and getting that second bite of the cheese, and they're just not doing a very good job of that with the defensive coverage, and it's kind of screwed us over the past three or four games. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I totally agree with you on that play. It, and this was on a couple of goals. It was just a rebound where the – that guy is not tied up at all. There's not a good enough back check. Miller was not back checking strong enough there. The fourth line, we get a chance with Lundqvist on the ice as well. They had a really good shift there. Garyanov used his speed again, which was nice. We saw that a couple times tonight. Mm-hmm. That speed led to an extended shift in the ozone. So he's using that. He might not necessarily be getting points there, but he's forcing momentum for the Dallas Stars in the ozone. They're coming. And. Suter with an ill-advised pass with two minutes and 45 seconds remaining. Shots are 16 to 10 Dallas with a minute and a half remaining. 
And uh, I wrote, good to see Hawk and Paw back, uh, but he does have a plastic ca- cage on. And McKinnon misses why that ends the first period. What did you think of the first period? Any Anything that kind of stuck out to you there? We need to score a goal in the first period. I mean, we outshot them by a lot. The period is way too wide open. Not any good defense at all by the Stars. But we got to find a way to score a goal there to keep us in it. Especially when you're on a second night of a back-to-back, you can't go down to nothing. But weren't able to do that. Going into the second period here, Stars get five, five power plays in this period. <laughs> and they're not able to do much with it other than the one goal, and it was an ugly goal. So that ugly goal was scored by, I thought it was Ben, but it was actually Pavelski. So Pavelski with a deflection, it kind of bounces over a couple of guys, a couple of skates and stuff, and it somehow makes its way behind Georgiev. And two to one, and at that point I'm like, okay, you know, may- maybe we can salvage this game. And uh, that would not be the case. Um, Hunt would score completely against the flow of play. I mean, now Dallas should have been dominating that second period because of the amount of power plays that they had. But that goal was completely 100% against the flow of play, and it should have been prevented. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Wedgwood is thinking there. I mean, I don't think I don't think he is thinking because I don't. The rebound should never go to the slot on a turnaround shot right after the guy comes from behind the net. That's terrible. And then the guy in the slot needs to be tied up every single time, and we need to clear the rebound. So just it was is terrible goaltending and defending. So. And guess who missed Hunt coming in? Who did it? Ryan Suter. Cool. I literally wrote down Colorado was getting nothing going offensively. Absolutely nothing going on offensively. Dallas would get their third power play after that. (coughs) Excuse me. And they get another power play after that for too many men. Not much goes on. Uh, Mason clipped. Uh, Josh Manson actually and there was no penalty and there should have been uh, so the stars get lucky on that and they do- dodge that and I just wrote down there's so many chances no execution with four minutes remaining and then as, as I'm writing that they get another power play and they still don't do anything with that power play either so five power plays in the first period in the second period excuse me for the Dallas Stars and they come away with one goal in a game that you know you're going to be tired because of what happened? You went to overtime in the night before. You played against Winnipeg in the first game. Now you're playing against Colorado in the second game. The other top two teams in the Central Division, and you lose both of these games. So that was really frustrating for me. Any thoughts on the second period? 20 shots to 10 that period. You took 20 shots and scored one goal. I mean, obviously, you need to give Georgiev a lot of credit here. He was fantastic. He was absolutely amazing. But if we're one of the best offensive teams in the league, you got to find a way. They didn't find a way tonight. That was my takeaway from this period, actually. Georgiev was really good. That's what it was. And he kind of bailed out his team there, to be totally he honest. definitely did. Uh, the third period, it, it. I don't know if you had this feeling, Chris, but it was it was just kind of lethargic. Yeah, it was over. I knew this game was over, and it was and it was only three to one at that point. I think, right? It was only three to one. So we had seen the Stars do it, you know, the past two games. Robo scored two goals and tied up the game for us and allowed us to go to overtime, where we would just lose. But right off the bat, uh, Colorado would get a power play, and it's of all people, it's Ryan Suter with a high stick. So 
Dallas would have another penalty for too many men a couple minutes after that. And Suter and Hockenpah both, they, it, they, I don't know what it is, but they just kept rimming it around the boards on the, on the penalty kill. Every time they, they had the puck, we would win the faceoff. They would rim it around the boards, expecting it to go out, and it never went out. Never went out. Anytime they tried that. So that was really frustrating for me. Uh, Makar, oh my gosh, the, the he had an enormous slap shot, and I was like, holy crap, I would not want to be in front of that shot. And then O'Connor would score off the rush right off of that. It's a three-on-two. Guess who's out there and misses the defensive coverage? And Suter. It's Suter, yeah. Yeah. And at that point, we're halfway through the period, and I write down the shots are 10-2 to in favor of Colorado in the third. Hey, hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And then at the end of the game, McDonald and Glenn Denning get into a fight after Kiviranta kind of gets hit. It That could have been a really dangerous hit. They could have been. And then I just wrote down that officiating is an absolute joke at this point. They give Glenn Denning a fighting major, an instigating major, and then 20 minutes and misconduct penalties. Absolute was, freaking joke. That was more, hey, the game's over. Let's end it, actually. So, uh, I mean, it's obviously overkill, but whatever. Was, all they had to do was, even if they wanted to just give him a fighting major and an instigating penalty that would have done it he's off the ice what's the point in giving him 20 minutes in misconduct penalties just to make it a man advantage that there's no chance of anything else happening in the game i mean i agree it's stupid i don't think i've seen ends getting called in five years (laughs) so that was shocking but whatever didn't matter at that point i was happy to see uh i was happy to see him stand up for kibby ranta in that moment because there's no reason to throw a hit that late in the game when you're up by three goals. I mean, what is he thinking? He deserves to get his bell rung, and he got a good shot in there too, so good on Glenn Denning. Officiating in the NHL is a complete joke. It's an absolute freaking joke. And I'll, I'll go back to the the play on Hellebuck. Hellebuck actually came out in a press conference today before, I, I guess during practice or something like that, and wondered why he wasn't protected. And you know what? I kind of agree with him. Cause no. Yes, yes, I do. It it should have been it should have been blown dead, just like we complained about the bishop thing in 2019 in in the Blues power play. The Blues that is not game six. That's not the rule. That's not officiating thing. If you want to change the rule, then you have an argument there. But that's not officials not protecting the players. The rule says that the play continues if they have a scoring chance going. In the meantime, so the Stars had a scoring chance going, so they're not going to blow the play dead. That's that's not the rule. If you want to change the rule, that's fair, and we can talk about that, but you can't blame that on the officials. 
Yeah, and I've already got that down for our Wednesday night. One of our talking points is to talk about that and whether we think it should be changed or not. But it is what it is. If officiating is a joke, the the NHL is a joke with this, and I'm I'm kind of sick of it because I mean five power plays. The I, I I don't it it was a boring game. It was a boring game for me, and part of it was just you know the stars didn't play well. Yes, but the I don't know. I I just don't like it. I don't like it. How how this game went and how the, it was officiated. I think it was officiated poorly. So that's just me. Um, uh, we do have the phone lines open. Uh, we will be taking calls here in just a little bit right after we do a couple of uh, segments to end the show, and then we'll take y'all's calls. If you want to call 214-586-0102 and tell me how much of an idiot I am for st- uh, sticking up for Suter and, like, you know, you can tell me how much of an idiot I am because I feel like an idiot. Uh, or you can tell us anything about what we said tonight or anything we're going to say for the rest I of the smart, Ryan. So I appreciate it, Chris. Um, what happened in tonight's game, Chris? But just break it down. Give us like a paragraph. We got goalied and we can't score. That's a that's a kindergarten paragraph. Kindergarten paragraph. Yep. I will go out and say on a limb that the Dallas decor has been absolutely terrible the past week. Absolutely 100% terrible. And our goaltending is not helping us out either. But the thing is, is that it's mostly the decor because they're making the first saves most of the time. And typically when you make that first save, you, you kind of, you can kind of sort of expect your defense to kind of help you clear it out or whatever. But that's the thing. So Wedge, Wedgwood left two pretty, pretty big softies into though. So that's kind of rough as well. I don't think Colorado played a great game tonight either. So it's just very blah overall. Yeah, it's a bad, bad game. game. But bad again, game all the way around. It, it goes to show you that even the good teams still find a way to win. And mm-hmm. Winnipeg did it and Colorado did it. So they did it against us. Yeah, we're first in the central right now, but I have a feeling we won't be. Because if we can't win games against Winnipeg, thankfully we don't have to play Winnipeg at all for the rest of the year, which is crazy to think. But we don't. Terrible. And in Colorado, we we just play one more time and that's it. So we won't yeah. see mo- either one of those teams for a while. And now we got St. Louis coming to town. We've seen, I think, Nashville twice, I think. So we have another Nashville game coming up soon. So we'll see how that goes. Um. Biggest winner and biggest loser in tonight's game, Chris, and then we'll probably take some calls and we'll see how it goes. Uh, biggest winner is the fight in Texas Aggies taking down number five, <laughs> Louisiana State University in a throttling. I mean, we, we, we took care of them. We took it to them. Um, their playoff hopes are dead. They died in College Station tonight and they are buried underneath Kyle Field. Yeah, except Texas A&M did that like two months ago, so... Oh yeah. No. no, we did that the second game. <laughs> the second game we did that. Oh man. Are is Texas AM even bowl eligible at this point? They are not. We are the best five and seven team in college football history. Oh my goodness. That's terrible. That's <laughs> absolutely terrible. Um uh, who's your who's your biggest loser tonight? My biggest loser tonight is Louisiana State University. They're terrible. <laughs> the, the, the Tigers suck. I mean, 
Boy, that's embarrassing to lose to a five and seven team. It's got to be. No more playoffs for you. FSU, Alabama, us. Yep. All right, I'm done. That's enough for All me. Right. <laughs> uh, I guess my biggest winner tonight, I got to give it to Alexander Georgiev. He was fantastic tonight. He was and uh, biggest loser tonight, again, I'll give it to the Dallas decor. And specifically, three guys. Suter, Hockenpah, Miller, in that order. And mm. Suter needs to sit down or something. Um, I understand he's 37. I know it was a, a back-to-back and stuff like that, but we absolutely we need, need him to make plays. I am shocked that Hanley did not get into this game. That's honestly criminal, but whatever. I am very surprised as well, and that was actually something I meant to uh, mention right off the bat, but why do you think Pete DeBoer kept him in? Do you think he was hoping hoping they would I don't know, get some sort of retribution? He doesn't trust Hanley. If you go look at his time on ice anytime Hanley's on, he he plays good minutes, and he always praises him for the minutes that he plays, but he always plays like eight minutes. So that's really not enough when you're on the second night of a back-to-back. You can't lean on the other guys that much. Um, so, yeah. It, we'll have to see if he'll give him a full shot, considering how terrible we've had it with our defensemen recently. But we yeah, they could also just play better because we know they can. They've been doing it. So, mm-hmm. so. All right, well, I am not hearing any f- calls on the phone line, so we may just... Everyone's too uh, depressed to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're depressed talking about this. People are going to be listening to us, and... I sound be depressed because I lost my voice. <laughs> so... We're playing the Blues next week. I love playing the Blues. I love beating the Blues. We'll beat the Blues. It'll be fine. Well, actually, Chris... We got a call. We got a call, so let's see who we got. Amazing. Hello, this is Ryan with Starcast Circle Marks. Uh, who is this? We got Colin. Hey, what's up? Hello? Hey, Ryan, it's James. Uh, remember the guy you talked about, the, the the fan show or whatever? So, yeah, this is like the fan story. Yeah, that's me. This is James. So. Oh, hey, James. How hey, you doing, James. man? Uh, what were your thoughts on tonight's game? Oh, so so um, I just, just I, I so I was just calling in to say like you know so um, like Colorado really took the win. Like I was just looking at the stats and everything, and they just picked like the three stars of the game. Uh, they picked like Alexander Gorgiev for the first star, Josh uh, Manson for the second, and then the. Hunt for number 22 for Colorado for the third star. Yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much have and, to look uh, at the... And then just everything in the... I mean, it was just all Colorado tonight. We can just say that right out of the way. So. Yep, yeah, 100% agree. So, uh, Chris, what, what did you think about the three-star selection there? Do you agree with that? Yep, Georgiev deserved it. I mean, we took 40-plus shots, so he did, he did good. Well, James, I appreciate your call, man, and uh, we'll, we will catch you uh, catch you later. Appreciate you calling in, man. Hey, no problem, guys. Uh, yeah, I might call in more often. Yeah, who knows? Like, yeah, and uh, we'll get ready for St. Louis, and then we come home on the first of December, and both teams will wear their reverse retros. So let's see what that looks like. That's let's true. do it. So, oh, and then one thing is that like both teams. Uh, what did y'all think of the Colorado Avalanches reverse retros? Did you like them or did you not like them? 
They're I mean, terrible. Razor, Razor said, yeah, I agree. I said, well, <laughs> Razor said they look like the Atlanta Thrashers colors. That's what, yes. That's what, said. That's what I heard. So. I opened the but game, I mean, and I, I thought we were playing the Knights for a second. I was like, like, the, like the Rockies logo, like the Rockies jerseys. Like, that's what I – that's what most people were saying. I'm like, I mean, it's supporting. I mean, it's supporting Colorado. What are you, what are you supposed to do? Like, what do you want to put on that jersey? You know. So, they they did a good job with the jersey. I, I mean, I don't hate the cool. jersey, but at the same time, it, it it they look like the Atlanta Thrashers out there. So it, it, it was bad. it was just too weird. I and, definitely. Uh, think I was asking my friend. Is like, yeah, should we? Like, he's like, I miss the Thrashers. I'm like, did they really do anything? Really? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, they didn't. Well, thanks for calling, James. Thank you, James. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night. Thought yeah. someone would call in. I thought Ardell would call in and say something, but <laughs> nah, not tonight. It was too too depressing. Thank you, James. All right, guys. Um, hopefully, we'll get ready for St. Louis, and St. Louis will be a better game. So uh, it will be. Yeah, it, hopes it, are it's high. Gotta be it's got to be better than tonight, right? It's got to be better. All right, guys, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Christian, anything else we need to say? Go Aggies. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor. Use that promo code THPN the next time you're there. Along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. I promise we'll be a lot more chipper on See you guys later.